Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with the new set of tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. And if you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out the eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. We got Dante Whitner, three-time Pro Bowler, Rob, NBC Sports Bay Area analyst. We've had him on before. Does a good job. So he will join us at the bottom of the hour. We're going to stick with football. Right now, the Chargers and the Cowboys locked at seven apiece, Rob, early in the second quarter. Good game. Uh what we expected. And uh, right now the Chargers are trying to march down and take the lead, but uh, it, it's a it's a good contest so far. All right, um, Rob, we got to talk about the New England Patriots and what is going on with Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, and the crew. Um, simply put, they're horrible, which I, I'm not surprised. I thought they were the worst team in that division. Uh, now, I did think when Aaron Rodgers got hurt that they would be the third best team or second worst team in the division ahead of the Jets. But I I did not give them any shot at making the playoffs. And uh, they're not going to. They're one in five. Nobody's mathematically eliminated yet. But they're one in five, and they're horrible, as I said. And uh, Teddy Bruschi, who played you know, for Bill Belichick, 
And won and Super the Patriots Bowls. Won Super Bowls, absolutely. We both worked at it with him at ESPN. He's a great guy. Great. Yep. Really, I really like Teddy. Just a real solid guy. And so he was on Get Up today uh, talking about, Rob, what he thinks the future could hold or should hold for Bill Belichick. Here he is. I think Bill Belichick is considering it, and I also think Robert Kraft is the one that has to start to consider, is it time to move on? Because right now, if they get a top five pick, Mr. Kraft has to decide if Bill is the right one to take one of those three, four quarterbacks, whatever it may be, that you can possibly get, and if he wants to start over with Bill. I have always known Bill to only coach for meaningful wins, meaningful in terms of division championships, playoff wins, Super Bowls. It's shifted now. The meaningful wins are now all for him. Let me throw this at you, Rob, um, because we've kind of addressed it. Not kind of. We have addressed the notion of should Robert Kraft want Belichick to stay or to go? Should he? You know, we both said there's no way you fire him after all he's done for that franchise. But, you know, there could be a mutual parting of the ways where he resigns and goes out with some dignity and all that. But let me ask it this way. Should Belichick himself want out of New England? Like, should he want this to be his last year there? Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to say no. That uh, does he really? I mean, Bill Belichick's in his 70s, right? What, how old is he? We looked it up the other day. 71 or two or so. I mean, really, that we want to go and go start all over and or just and 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 you don't have to. I mean, Bill Belichick's not. There's no guarantee he's gonna go somewhere else and win a Super Bowl. And it's not about winning a Super Bowl. He's 71. 71. Okay, he's not about winning a Super Bowl. It's about you know putting on being competitive and playing. And we get that. And Mac Jones isn't the guy you thought he could have been or something. And you got to refigure that out and. As you go forward, you just can't be embarrassed every week. That that's really what it comes down to. We talked but don't about. Don't you it. think for him it is about winning the Super Bowl? I mean, I hear what you're nah, saying. I, I, I mean, that's. But I, for, I think that's everybody's him, goal. I don't think he's thinking anything else. Yeah, that's everybody's goal. But I don't think that honestly, when he looks at that team with Mac Jones, he thinks he's winning the Super Bowl. That's what. That's oh, what no, I'm saying. Not going, them, but I mean, whether it's going somewhere else or heck, rebuilding that whole roster. I mean, I think he's still like. I want to win Super Bowls. No, when you I, won not, that many, what, I mean, what else are you trying to do? I'm not saying he's not he doesn't want to win, but there's a realistic part that goes with it as well. And I think the bad part about it, Chris, is just that they're not competitive. That that that's what you look at and it's shocking. Is how uncompetitive or non-competitive they are. Like like that that's that's the sign that makes you cringe. We talked about it before when they what was his record? It's only it's right around five hundred, right? Since Brady left. Not like well, it was, come, yeah, his record without Brady is below five hundred. Eighty and ninety three now, I guess. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, but you but, know what with the but yeah, recently it's inter- it'd be interesting. It's, it's probably I'm saying below five hundred now. The last time we looked, yeah, it was close Brady. to it. You know it, what they I mean? Went when, ten and seven. Didn't they go ten and seven, and then seven and ten? Yeah, I mean, so, or maybe I'm missing. So it, w- it wasn't like, and now they're one and right. Five. And now, all right. So, so let me see. I, I'm trying to figure out. So, uh, before this season, Belichick was above five hundred, Chris, in the post Tom Brady era. 
25 and 23. That was before this year, and now, of course, they're off to a terrible start, so they're under 500. But the point is that, to me, it's not just losing. It's the way that they're losing. Don't don't you believe, like, like you don't remember a Bill Belichick team where they don't even compete? They get stomped by 30. Even the Raiders are so bad that they couldn't even stomp the Patriots. I mean, they're, they're, uh, a nail biter in, in order to beat a team like that that everybody else is putting 30, you know, 30 plus points up. That's an indictment of the Raiders because that's a bad Patriots team. You said it earlier. It's a, it's a bad team. Um, it's interesting. I think ideally it would be best for him to finish his career in New England. It would be best if he could get that record. You know, he's 18 wins from beating Don Shula's all-time wins record. That includes um, playoff games. I think it would be best for himself, for the Patriots, and for football if he did that in New England. Um, And I don't want to make more out of the record than it is, but, you know, that's where he did his stuff. And it'd be great if, if he got this achievement there. The problem is, and we talked earlier uh, with one of the Fox Sports reporters about this, Rob, I mean, at this rate, it's going to take them, and we joked about six years, but, I mean, it, it could take three, maybe four. I mean, it's ridiculous how bad they are. And at some point, you, like, you don't want to just play for that. You don't want to just, oh, uh, let, let's get this record and then we can all move on. Um and so I, I, I kind of feel like the best thing for both parties would be at the end of the season if Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick met. And, you know, Kraft is like, look, I want to, you know, bring in a new front office and uh, we, we got a lot of revamping to do this offseason. And uh, we want to bring in some, some new blood to kind of get it done. We want you to coach, Bill, but we want a new front office GM and all that. And if Bill's cool with it, great. If he's not, then they can set up some type of respectable parting of the ways. Um, And so I think that's best. But, Rob, here's the thing. And and if Belichick, he seems like he still wants to coach, Rob, right? I mean, you mentioned he's 71, but, you know, this is what these guys do. No, I I, I, know. You know, yeah, he wants to coach apparently. Because, he, Rob, he could have easily just – like could have walked away maybe when Brady left or, you know, like he's done everything. He's kind of, you know, in a lot of people's eyes, he's the goat, but he still wants to do it. And that's fine. And and he probably does want to get that record, but here's the, here's the risk you run. I won't be mad at him if he goes elsewhere, but Rob, he's already taken some shots, you know, with he lost the divorce and you know Brady showed that he could win without Belichick Belichick hadn't showed he could win without Brady and all that and people are now you know nobody even you'd be stupid to try to take away his achievements but you know now there are some people saying oh you know he's not that great without Brady and so on and so forth I, I don't know how if, people could say he's not great I mean he's done well he was great with Brady and he's great I mean but he he was with Brady so I, yeah, I don't but take I, but I, away I, from yeah, him, but I, he, he I, has I, not I, been great without Brady that's fine but he also when when he when he was winning he also put together some great defense he's a great defensive coach he, he is he and is. that's the thing but would without Brady would he just be a great defensive coach? Defensive coordinator or whatever. But neither, that's neither here nor there right now. 
I'm saying this, though, Rob. If he goes somewhere else and fails, like they're a bad, maybe they were a good team, he turns them into a bad team. Maybe they're bad and he never got them on the right track. I think that notion that he's not great, as you, as you put it, it, it only gets bigger if he goes somewhere else and struggles. Now, I, I think there's some good places he could go. Rob, the Chargers, they got a great offense. They need Their defense has great individual players, but it's a bad unit. I mean, he you would think he could turn that defense around. Leave the offense alone, leave it to Kellen Moore, and coach that defense. Like, that's the type of team I think he could go to, and you would think they would have some success. Um, but I think it's risky because if he goes somewhere and doesn't do well, uh, it could do even more damage to his reputation. Yeah, but I just think, uh, you know, New England's been its home. It would be for him to be, you know, looking for somewhere else to go. Because to me, if I'm Bill Belichick, it's it's New England or retire. Uh, it's like if you want to retire and you don't want to get the record, which I don't believe that's the case, unless he's just, you know, fired, you know what I mean, or something like that. He would have uh, people would definitely be interested. Oh yeah, he definitely uh, he, get would, a job. he would definitely get a job. I don't I don't think like it, he would be in a situation where nobody's like, oh no, he's done. There's no way we we're interested in Bill Belichick. I, no, I don't no, see that. No, I agree because because again, no matter where you fall on the him with with or without Brady, his defense is great with or without Brady. Right, and that's and if you've got a good offensive coordinator like he had in Josh McDaniels, you know what I mean? Like you can make it'll work. I mean, cause he's going to make your defense great. So yeah, I agree. I think he would be wanted elsewhere. And it, it really all depends on how hungry he is Rob to win another super. I'm sure. Yeah. He wants that record, but I'm sure he probably wants another super bowl. And so I, I it depends on how hungry he is for it as to whether or not he, stays in New England or, or goes elsewhere. Let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. Do you think Bill Belichick should consider retirement after this season or maybe moving on and going to another team? Your thoughts next. Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, it's the Odd Couple. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Should Bill Belichick consider retiring after this season? Or should he look to go elsewhere and coach for another team? Your thoughts next. All right. Will in Wisconsin. You're on the I Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Will? Oh, nothing much. What's going on, gentlemen, on this uh, football Monday here? Um, you know something? Uh, this is one of those situations where it doesn't have to be uncomfortable on the exit, especially if both parties sort of know that they've reached the zenith of where they're ever going to be at, right? And that can be anything. And this is certainly a relationship, a business relationship, uh, you know, a professional football relationship, whatever you want to call it. But I don't think that the path for Bill, like, like optics-wise, him going somewhere else, yeah, he could and be, you know, every bit as what we think potentially be, you know, maybe a little bit rejuvenated, maybe his efforts in a situation like San Diego, especially defensively, yes, that makes sense. But it doesn't really feel Belichick-esque. It feels like, you know, uh, uh, maybe this is it as far as him coaching is, is, is the Patriots. But whatever that's going to be moving forward, if there's going to be some new energy, he needs to, to put that in if he's not able to do that then I think uh, the organization of Patriots maybe have a conversation with him about maybe taking a look at well, I the you, way or something like that. This certainly doesn't feel Belichickian. <laughs> One in five and, and getting housed every week. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the problem, yeah. too, is that it's just so ugly. Right? right. It's just He's so ugly. Rob, he suffered his two worst losses. Overall, 35 points, and at home, 34 points. In two weeks? Right, in back-to-back weeks. That's the other part. Yeah, it's just it's so ugly there. 877-99 on Fox. Damon, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Do we have Damon? Hello? Yep, Damon in Louisville. Yep, how are you? I'm fine. How are y'all doing? Man, we're we're doing great. Good. Um, My response about the Bill Belichick, um... I don't think he's going to go anywhere time go anywhere anytime soon. He's so close to winning the all-time coaching wins record that uh, Mr. Kraft might keep him around and then let him walk off after he passes Don Shula. 
I mean, that makes sense, but it could take them two or three more years after this one. Well, yeah, he he's got to get he's got to start. Yeah. If they win five five or six games, then then it's okay. You know what I mean? Then it's in play, Chris. But if, if they go three and fourteen, right? If it's only. Yeah, I think he he only needs like twenty nine, twenty eight more 18. wins. He needs eighteen. He needs eighteen. Yeah, but I'm saying I think they, probably... they, they, if they win four this year and six next year, I mean it's it's just that sounds. I agree. Like I think that's best for everybody if he does it in New England. But I don't think they want to wait around and have it take you know several more years either. That's the problem, Rob. That is the biggest problem. You know? Is that uh, time just so when you're losing like that, it's hard to look down the road and think that he's going to be around. He's 71. He's going to be here at 75, trying to win one more game. Right, and and I think too. And look, I think I'm sure a lot of people would love to see him do it, but you also, Rob, don't want it to. If it really takes a while, you just you don't want any feeling that. We're kind of as a franchise, this is all we're focused on. You know what I mean? Like, we just got to get Bill to break this record. I mean, you want everybody to be focused on just, you know, winning football games and making the playoffs and, and doing whatever you can do there. But if they're bad and it's just all about let's just get Bill this win and that win and, and get this record, it just can really, it can really be uh, bad for morale. With that franchise. No doubt. David in Miami, you're on the Odd Couples Fox Sports Radio. What up, David? Hey, guys, quick question for you. Did Belichick all of a sudden take stupid pills and he forgot how to coach? Every great coach has one thing in common. He's got great players. You can't name a dynasty that didn't have great players. Not one. No, that, no, of course no, no, no doubt about. It. We talk about it all the time. There's plenty of uh, Greg Popovich hasn't won anything in the in a while, right? right well, they don't have any players, right? Now he's got to be right. I mean, we know it. Well, I, we said it, and we said San Antonio didn't think about firing him either. And that, yep, and they were they allow him to lumber along, Chris, with some bad yep. seasons for for a while. So. Yeah, I mean, hey guys, when did Red Albach turn into a genius? Right. When he got Bill, Bill Russell. Russell. Thank you very much. When he got Bill Russell, he turned into a genius. I want the guy who realized if he traded Herschel Walker and got all those draft picks, that's the guy I want. No doubt. Appreciate the call. Thank you, David, in Miami. All right? All right. Rob, you know what's interesting quickly before we go to break? Oh, you see all these teams starting to do the tush push or the brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it. You know how Philadelphia does that? There was a song, the Push, Push in the Bush. Yeah, I remember that song. But you know what I'm talking <laughs> right. about? Right. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. And none of them can do it well. Like, I mean, a team might make it here or there, but Philadelphia makes it. It seems like Philly, yeah, yeah. Like every time they do it, they get in the end yeah. zone. It's amazing. To well, me. first down, end zone, whatever right. it might be. But Dallas just tried it, and they they didn't get it. Like it, I don't. I guess my guess is teams aren't practicing it as much as Philadelphia. Like they think, oh, let's just put our guys up there 
and and you know block them low and and push. It, it ain't that easy, Chris. Behind. No, obviously not. Look at look at the Chargers. How many times they've gone for it in their own end for one yard, and they can never they can't get it. Yeah, the Chargers. I I envision tonight a fourth and twelve from their own six. They're up three with a minute twelve left. Man, and instead of punting. They uh, go for it. <laughs> that, that would be ugly. <laughs> I'm just playing kind of, sort of, but who knows with Brandon Staley. All right, Dante Whitner's next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Listen, test your skills. On Prize Picks, it's football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash odd100 and use code odd100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Our next guest is a three-time Pro Bowler, now NBC Sports Bay Area analyst, we welcome in Dante Whitner. Dante, welcome to the Odd Couple, brother. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. How y'all doing? We're good, man. Always great to have you on. And let's talk about those Niners. Absolutely. Right now, everybody's talking about Brock Purdy. And, oh, was he exposed And yesterday? he wasn't as purdy as he had been. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> was he exposed yesterday without McCaffrey and Debo and – all of that. What is your take on Purdy yesterday and overall? Well, I think it was the perfect storm. They played a tough team, fast and aggressive, young, with a coordinator in Schwartz who, you know, kept his foot on the gas the entire game. And he inherited a defensive line that can do some things to the 49ers that a lot of defensive lines can do. And that's really play bully ball on the interior offensive line. I thought Dalvin Tomlinson, he was unblockable. And they put him over both young guards, and he really disrupted the run game. And then when it came to the pass game, um, those defensive backs for the Cleveland Browns got up and pressed the 49ers. There's not too many teams that can press them across the board and throw the timing of their routes off. And then you had the rain start. So a lot of the ball slipped out of Brock Purdy's hands, even though when he threw that interception on, it was great coverage from the Cleveland defensive back, but it was open. It was just slightly off. But all in all, he did put a drive together at the end of the game. And, you know, the third-round kicker, Jake Moody, just missed the field goal. So, yeah. all in all, the Fernandes had injuries. They didn't play their best, and they still had an opportunity to win it. But hats goes off to the Cleveland Browns. They have a phenomenal defense. Their, their defense, uh, Chris was saying earlier in the show, has a chance – what is it, Chris? They have uh, well, right now. They're on, you probably know Dante. They're on pace to give up the fewest yards since the 1970 Minnesota Vikings, who were known as a purple, purple people, people eaters. Eater. Right? What you you were talking about? They're young, they're fast, and they're aggressive. What what exactly do they do? Is it is it the blitzing kind of stuff? What do they do to 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 neutralize these quarterbacks? Well, they blitz when it's the appropriate time, but when you have a defensive line that plays at their level and can consistently put pressure on the quarterback and disrupt the run game, you don't have to allocate a lot of guys to affecting the quarterback. And then the defensive backs that they have, they're they're for real. Denzel Ward, number 23, who had the interception yesterday. Thornhill, who came over from the Kansas City Chiefs. 
They play solid football. They understand leverage, and they're physical, and they tackle well. Listen, there's not too many teams that can beat up on the 49ers physically the way right. the Cleveland Browns did. They knocked out their top two playmakers early in the game. You know, and there's something to be said about that. It's not a fluke with the Cleveland Browns defense. We know they had won, I think, 14 or 15 straight regular season games with McCaffrey. If he's out for an extended period, and Debo as well, how do you think they compensate for, for losing those two guys? Well, they have some young backs. They have Elijah Mitchell who played last week who's been out with an injury. He was a 1,000-yard back a year ago. Still, George Kittle only had one yard receiving yesterday. Yeah. At any time, they can turn that on. And then Brandon Ayuk on the outside. He's playing like a top-10 wide receiver right now with the ability to separate and get open. I think he's pushing towards somewhere 500 yards, but you're right. They need Debo Samuel for the variations in this offense on first and second down, and also Christian McCaffrey, who's the centerpiece. Um, if Christian McCaffrey can't go for a while, they're going to have to manufacture some running yards and rely heavily on the defense. But all every football season, you expect these type of things to happen. You just want to keep the boat afloat as these guys heal up. And the 49ers have shown that they can do that over the past few years. Do the 49ers have to win uh, this year? I mean, at some point, Kyle Shanahan's going to have to cash in that that check. And, uh, you know, he's had good teams or whatever, and he's had meltdowns in some big games, especially in the fourth quarter. I can't remember the exact number, but he's been shut out in three of his last – in the three big games at the end – is this like one of those years, or, or or no, the window is going to be open for for a while? I think the window will be open for a while, being that you have Brock Purdy and he's on his rookie deal, and it's only second year of that deal. You have a lot of the guys who are you know center stone pieces around him signed up for the for for uh, foreseeable future, and then on the defensive side of the ball as well. So I think that the window will be open for a number of years. But right, the, the the sense of urgency is open for the 49ers. They have the best roster in the entire NFL. They have all the pieces that they need. And Kyle Shanahan even said it out himself. This is the happiest he's been with the quarterback position, you know, in a long time. So I think yes, this is a, a year where they have to win it, or it will be considered a failure year. Who who's their biggest competition in the NFC? Their biggest competition in NFC, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are dealing with some problems in their secondary and getting their offense back on track. Teams are really starting to figure out that offense in Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, so I think they're going to be difficult, um, even if they do see, um, you know, the 49ers. And then I think the Detroit Lions are sneaking up on people. I think they have the weapons on the outside. They have the mentality. Um, Aaron Glenn, who was, you know, a, a, G, a general, a GA, with the Cleveland Browns, when I was there, he's now the defensive coordinator over there. And, you know, he has those guys flying around and playing well. And then they have Aiden Hutchinson, who can consistently apply pressure on the quarterback. So I think that the, the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles right now are two, two top contenders for the 49ers in the NFC. Not the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys. I'm watching them right now. Um, I just don't believe in. I don't believe in Dak. Um, you know, and, and you know he has the skills and the capabilities, but I don't know if the offense is modernized enough. When you watch the 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City, and the top offenses, even Buffalo, they modernize their, their offense. They do some un, unusual things that really get defenses 
um, off balance, and I don't really see it with the Dallas Cowboys. So even though the Cowboys have won 12 games the last couple of years, you still just think that, what, come playoff time, they they can't do it? I'm, you know what I mean? 12 games is a lot of games the last couple of years. Yeah, 12 games is a lot of games, but when it really counts in the playoffs, when it's one and done, they don't get it done. And usually they meet up with the 49ers, who they have a mental block for some reason against, and they always get out physical, they get out coached, and they get out played. So until you show that you can conquer that hill, um, I, I don't believe in them. They, um, the the Niners, um, and the, the Eagles said this today or yesterday. Jalen Hurts talking about learning from the loss and losses build character and all that. I mean, that's cliche. But I do think a loss could have been, could be good for the Niners as as they lost yesterday or the Eagles as well. When you're playing as a player, war losses. I mean, obviously you don't want to lose every week. But if you had a really good team and you were rolling, could a regular season loss be good for you guys? And how? Yeah, so regular season loss can definitely be good because it resets you and make you refocus. A lot of times you can be inflamed with the ego, and that's just the entire football team, the coaching staff, and the organization to where you feel like you're God's team to football, and then you go out there and get humbled like the Cleveland Browns did you. Everybody expected the 49ers to go into Cleveland and just roll over them, and and Cleveland Browns had another idea in mind. And that can happen on any given Sunday because the guys are so talented, and there's not that big of a disparity in talent from the worst team in the NFL – to the best team. So each and every week, you have to be detailed. You have to be focused. You have to play with a certain amount of energy. And uh, if you don't do those things and the reps are against you, like it seemed like it was against the 49ers on Sunday, anybody can beat you at any moment. No, nah, that's the truth, man. No doubt about it. All we, right, saw it we saw it this weekend. I'll tell yep. you that. Yep, no doubt. Great stuff. That's Dante Whitner. Thanks, Dante. NBC Sports Bay Area analyst. Thanks, man. Hey, Dante. All right, thanks, thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, Dante, yeah. we'll uh, NBC you later. All right, you guys. <laughs> All right, Dante, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's go. not right. funny. My goodness, the Colorado Buffs, like a car wreck. You Chris, can't what was turn that? Away from or people? Is that what people are saying? Is just, that, that's what Rob is saying. I'm just like, what was that? My oh, God. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was bad. We'll get into that next. Things have gone south for Dion and the crew. Keep it locked. Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. I need a cold shower. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, it's the iCouple live from the TireRack.com studios, and uh, we're brought to you by Progressive. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. All right, Rob, uh, let's end it here. I, I guess on a say, downer, so to speak. Yeah, it is a downer, but the uh, – the D-backs are alive, Chris. 5-2. to two. It ain't over yet. 5-2 to two in the sixth inning. There we go. Yep. Yeah, Philly's been putting it on them, but we will see uh, how this one ends out. But um, Colorado, Rob, uh, Deion Sanders, all the rage, and uh, rightly so, understandably so. Well, when you go to a one-win team and you win your yep. first game against TCU that was in the championship game, uh, you're going to get attention. Yep, okay. he's done a done a good job, no question about it. And so Friday night they played, and everybody wants to tune in to every game they play. And I I watched the first half like everybody up, else yeah. in America. Right, they were up twenty nine zero, and then I I didn't watch the rest because it was like oh, this is a blowout. You know, I'm gonna go do something else. And I wake up in the morning. You couldn't believe it, could you? Couldn't believe it. No, I was shocked. Nobody, most people. I went, where was I? I was somewhere, Chris, uh, on Saturday. And I told, uh, yeah, I was with David Justice Saturday morning. We were doing some stuff. And and I told him, and he looked at me, he said, what are you talking about? (laughs) I watched the first half. I said, they lost last night. No, they didn't. He, He wouldn't believe me. He said, no, they didn't lose. I said they lost. Dave, look on your phone. They lost. Right. He couldn't right. believe it. And and you were talking about people tuning in to watch. Chris, let me. Get, you ready for this? This is how big of a draw that the the Colorado and Dion has been. WWE SmackDown, Chris, had been the number one Friday night program for eleven straight weeks. That's until this past Friday when Colorado Stanford. Topped them wow. with a three point three. That, that they beat the wrestling. Wow, that is incredible. Now that tells you that, something. That's a lot. That is that, that on a Friday night a game, college football game. Wow. Their previous two losses against uh, Oregon and USC had averaged eight point six four million viewers. The Oregon game, Chris, is the highest rated college football game of the year, and the USC game was the highest rated of this past week. So the ratings are through the roof whenever Colorado and Dion are involved. But now with them losing, as you say, things are going south, right? I still think people want to tune in. They want to see the wreckage. Like, people like a train wreck. They were interested when they started winning, but I don't think they're going to all the, all, all the way turn away, Chris, from this. Oh, no. I, I mean, right? I'm not. I mean, a lot of it is... 
And I don't think, look, there are obviously some haters out there. Yeah, oh, you know, that's, but that's city that but that's right. But right. that's that's net human nature. Everybody's right. not going to be on board. And as they say, if you ain't, if what is it, if, if you ain't, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Right, right. right. So, I there are people that want to see, as you put it, the train record. But there are like me, I'm not pulling against them. I, I want to see them keep winning. So, so even when I think they're not going to win, like they got they got three ranked teams left on their schedule, Rob, out of five games. UCLA, which is 25, Oregon State, number 12, and Utah, number 14. So they got some tough games. But I want to see – I'm just it, – it's just interesting. It's just like when if Damian Lillard going to the Bucks, you're going to want to see Kyrie going to Dallas – even when they weren't winning, and even this year, if they don't win, you still want to see it. You want to see the dynamic. When play, people are that great, even if they're not winning, you still are drawn, at least me, I feel, you're drawn to it. And I think with Dion, it's just like, I mean, they're, they're four and three, so he's obviously done a good job there. If they were a joke, Rob, like from the get-go, they wouldn't be... You know, I don't think they'd be this. No, no, this no. Huge, I mean, right, D- Dion, right? D- Dion has uh, star power anyway. Yeah. So there's and the part fact of that, that they're pretty good. Like right. he's had some success. You know what I mean? Right. It's a it's a combination. Uh, if if Dion didn't have the star power, probably wouldn't have got the attention right away. And then had they lost to TCU and got blown out or something, they wouldn't be there. That was no that was the one that kickstarted everything and then they won the first three, right? And then Yeah, it was you're right though. I mean when they like I thought they were they were 21 point underdogs, I think. They're supposed to get blown out in that game, right? Right. And so I just thought, uh, you know, I didn't know what TCU had coming back or whatever, but I figured, oh, okay, they're going to blow them out. And then you see they win. And Shadur's throwing for all this yardage, and you're like, hold up. And Travis Hunter's going both ways, and you're like, wow. And then they beat Nebraska. Now, we know Nebraska's not, not what that it good, used to right? Be, but still. But right, it's still Nebraska. They're still better than Colorado, generally. <laughs> and so they beat them, and then, like you said, they, they went 3 and 0. And you're, and the, you know, the coach from Colorado State is talking. So it just really took on the life of its own. And I, I think, Rob, I mean, I, I think people are – they're going to be a draw the rest of the season. And I do think – I mean, what they showed – now, did USC take its foot off the gas? Did they, you know – I don't know. Think, oh, these guys aren't that good. Yeah, I may, yeah. I mean, so them playing USC tough, I mean, it makes – if they can play these top – or these ranked teams tough – then I think as long as they do that, people are going to still tune in. And now people want to see Shador, right? How good is he? They want to see Travis Hunter. Who, who He kind of got served uh, last week. I was going to say, yeah. Not I mean, to, yeah. Yeah, they threw at him. And, uh, well, he's coming back from an injury, and yep. if I'm a def- uh, offensive coordinator, I'm going at him too. He's gonna have to make some plays. You know what I mean, yep. Chris? Yep, yep, yep. You gonna have to prove himself. You gotta make and some you know, plays that you. He was a big time recruit. Even you know he went to Jackson State, but he was going to what Florida State, I believe. And so he's a huge recruit. So you know, like these guys, the opponents are like, okay, everybody thinks this dude's so good, right? I'm going at him. Let's see what he got. You know, I can make a name for myself off of him. And I think, Rob, that's part of it, too. Like, teams are 
also looking to make a name for themselves off of Dion. Beat his team, right? And you're going to get some love. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, signing off. But keep it locked. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon next. They bring fire. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.